Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's going on, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and I'm the CEO and founder of Success Champions, and I've spent over 20 years in the sales game and in the last almost four years running my own business, so I've been spending a long damn time figuring out how to get better at sales, how to scale and grow a business, and sharing my story along the way to help out others. Hanging out with me, as always, is my buddy, Kevin Snow, who is a sales and automation tactician and genius. This dude is an absolute rock star to help you figure out the back end of business. So on this episode, we talk about how to scale, grow your business, and get out of your own way while you do it. And we usually debate things from the viewpoint of an extrovert and an introvert or those creepy, weird people. So on this show, Kevin, what the hell are we talking about? We are not the creepy, weird people. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about why people think winging it on a sales call is a good idea and why it's actually not. Very cool. So this is going to be a fun conversation because I'm I'm 50-50 on this. Um, I, I think I on every sales call, I do follow a very similar process and theme. But I do know that when I was with Sandler Training, which is a great training organization, if you don't have a sales process, they will teach you a process. Um, step by step, seven steps to, to sell. And I think it's good for people that have never thought about a sales process. But for me, I can't follow a rigid process. This is true. <laughs> In anything, not just sales. You know, so I think I have a system that I've never broke down step by step by step that will get from start of a conversation to we start a new business relationship together. Um, but I am not the hardcore systematic sales guy. But I know you, Kevin, spend more time selling to a system than not, right? 
So I systemized uh, how I did the conversation in the sales meetings really early on because I was I was getting drawn into the uh, the bad habit of selling and mm. talking all about me as opposed <laughs> to finding out about the client and what they actually had going on and their issues and how we could help to, so I could then frame a conversation. Uh, down the road more effectively. So I systemized that really a lot just so I had something to follow and learn from. So I was able to go down, all right, here's the questions I ask, here's I want to evolve the conversation. And eventually I got to the point where I didn't need the script anymore. And I was able to have those conversations and control the questioning to move how I wanted it to. But I had to have the process to learn that. The... Um, the other thing about winging it that I see a lot of salespeople do that I want to make sure we touch on too is the whole idea of researching the client before you go meet with them. So for a lot of people, they just show up and have no clue what's going on. Other people, uh, and me, kind of, I, depending on what I have going on, sometimes I do this a lot, sometimes I don't, but I'll actually go to their website and see what's happening and look at stuff and, and do the Google alert for a company in the news. I can, you know, have current events to talk about, but some people just go in like, I don't know anything about this person and so you know we're going to find the, out. Beginning of this, we said, we're going to debate. We're debating today because I realize you and I are opposite on this. Cause mm -hmm. I am definitely the freaking guy that doesn't research shit. I don't open a website. I don't look at LinkedIn. I don't look at anything. Um, and for me, it allows me to stay completely fucking curious. I don't want to know shit. Because, I, truthfully, I'm a naturally curious person and I want to know about somebody's world. I mean, I know at the end of the day, people only have five, six, maybe eight problems they're going to be dealing with. Right. So, so I know it's going to be in one of those wheelhouses. So if I have any sort of system... It's knowing what those things that could be going wrong in their business or their life or whatever else that I'm going to be speaking to. But if I have ammunition, and this is, this is why I don't, because anything I know, I'm going to use. And that's a, that's a dangerous thing for me because then it becomes some sort of freaking crutch. But I mean, you're more research built in nature. I mean, that's just how you work. But I've seen you go into sales calls with no information and do yep. just fine. Yeah, and that's why I said, depending on what I have going on, I'm not as, I don't Weird. do the research as much as I used to when <laughs> the only thing I did was sales. Uh, now I have a few other things going on in my life. But, you know, my one of my pet peeves for salespeople is when they come in and they have a meeting, it's like, so what are we talking about today? Wait, what? You said you called me. You set up this meeting. You you don't even know what we're talking about. All right, awesome. This is this is gonna go well. I'm I'm gonna I'm already annoyed. So how do they unannoy you? I mean, I know how I start a sales call, but but how does somebody approach you if they're gonna sell something to make it so it's not annoying? Uh, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 I want to have a conversation, you know, you and really have said, a, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Don't say, Hey, what are we talking about today? You heard that is a great Kevin. way. 
That, that's the, the way to to do, start a sales call is don't say that. Thank you for that, so, for that wisdom. <laughs> but no, I want them to have a conversation and be able to talk intelligently with me and have an idea of what's going on. Um, if you know, if they start off, hey, I just saw you guys had a press release and you're launching this thing. You know, how did you know that's awesome? And then you know, tell me more. That now that's an into a conversation, and it's you know. Especially for your I's and your D's and your, you know the the people people, they now get to talk about themselves about something that they're really excited about because it obviously they put out a press release so they have to be excited it has to be a big thing for them so you know things like that hey I saw you just got this award you know you know having that situational awareness is a great way to break down that well it's a salesperson versus buyer situation it's like hey you're actually like interested in me and you did a little research well i i, I like that approach um i, I think sometimes you got to be be cautious with it only because if if you're dealing with a bigger organization you have a professional buyer right that professional buyer has no idea press release just went out the damn door right they're just disconnected from that space um but you know my favorite way to start a, a sales meeting is to to get them to tell me where I should go. So I still won't do any research. I don't want to know anything prior to the company whatsoever. But I will sit across from, um, and you got to understand, guys. Kevin comes from a tech sales space, you know, so where he's dealing with more technology and the likes. You got to know your shit, and you got to know what they need. But for for me, I've always sold, you know, more of a, a service side of things, and so it's. I'll sit down across from somebody and be like, all right, Kevin, this can go one or two ways. I can roll you through everything our company can do, take you step-by-step -step functionalities and, and the likes, or I can ask you a few specific questions about your company and we can kind of uncover if we're going to be a good fit for each other. How would you like me to proceed? And nine times out of 10, they'll tell me option two. So... I think it's really important for me to put a caveat on my whole let's go do a bunch of research statement. Um, you know, you don't want to do so much research that you're coming in with a predisposition to what you think they need. Yeah, my sure. My research, when I'm talking about doing research on a client before going out to meet them, is just to, you know, kind of understand, you know, some of the basic information about them, what they have currently going on the news articles about them, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah, so, go back to listen to episode 15 and we'll talk about why your genius is scaring your clients. Yep. You know, because we talk about once you start sharing all the shit you know, you start turning them off. So yeah. to the reference I want to know, be able to know enough stuff so that when they talk about something, it's like, yeah, you know, I saw an article about you guys opening that location or I saw you all just bought this building downtown you know, how are you using that? And then I can have sound intelligent and not like this. Oh, you, you bought a building. Wow. That's huge. Cool. Tell me about that. When do I get to sound intelligent? You want to stump a C? Ask a question. <laughs> like that. Uh, too funny. No, uh, Donnie says lots of smart things. Some of, <laughs> some of them are technically smart ass. Right, right. But, but... the word smart's in there, so, so that's helpful. That's helpful. So, But, yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, um, 
you still have to sell, not step by step, but you have to to go through stages of a sales call. Like, you got to get to know somebody, right? There, there's got to be some sort of connection. Um, there's there's got to be some moment of time where you figure out how to connect with the person. There's got to be a, a transition from that connection point to, okay, let's really dive into your business, right? It's Ask, the... It's like the sorry. Uh, it's uh, it's like the the old style sales trading pre internet of when you go into the office and you look at all the pictures and stuff they have on their shelves and their walls to try and figure out what that connection question is. Dude, funniest fucking moment ever was I had a, a guy that became a client of mine doing sales training had all these pictures of what looked like his family behind his desk because he was a super high D and a complete asshole, but he left. The picture and people would come in and goes, Oh, is that your family? He'd be like, No, that's just a picture that came with the frame. <laughs> he put the pictures up there to try and become more of a nice guy. And he's like, I get so many motherfuckers that would walk into me and go, Is that your family? No, that's just a picture that came with the frame. <laughs> and it would stump them every time because now they didn't know how to proceed. That so. that that is funny. I when we have the Success Champions World Headquarters, I see you doing that. <laughs> So, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll walk into the office and there'll be a brand new picture there. I'm like, oh, Donnie has a new family. Well, and I, I think we'll cover in another episode of how we connect with the prospect. How do we open up yep. the sales call? I think that'd be a good episode to do. Um, but to sell, you know, kind of in this system uh, and process way, it, it, you've got to know what's next in the moment. You've got to know what that next stage is and where you're going because at some point, you know, you got to undercover, you know, how can you help them if you can help them? You know, you're going to have to uncover, you know, price at some point, what they're willing to pay, you know, can they afford what you're selling? You know, and then you got to get to some poor stage of like a closing stage. And if you've ever heard Kevin and I talk, we don't talk about closing, we talk about starting a relationship, but most people wrap their head around the phrase in closing. So, you know, but you've got to sell towards some sort of rhythmic process because i mean if you don't you're going to go to the wing it method and you're going to be all over the map i mean every one of us is set across from a salesperson that next thing you know an hour's up and you didn't accomplish a fucking thing and that person goes but i, I i'm still doing my presentation or whatever <laughs> else you know um you, you've got to have some sort of system and process in place. Yeah, I completely agree. There's a, so much stuff that goes on in that initial meeting where you're trying just to figure out who's who and what's what and how, if there's a reason that you even should keep talking to each other, that if you don't have some sort of system in place on how you do that, it's going to, you're going to end up wasting a lot of each other's time. You're really good at it, and you go into the meetings with the goal of, hey, my goal is to disqualify this person, and you have Absolutely. a specific, and you have a way that you do it every time. And, and it, it's yeah, the same every, time. every time, exactly. But you know what? A lot of people miss for sales because they don't have this this system down. They haven't looked at how they do it. You know, they don't. One of the things they always miss is where does this person belong in the decision tree. You know, does this person actually get to make the decision or are they going to be bringing a bunch of other people in that are going to sidetrack my sales process? Because that's always fun it's when you get to the closing. It's like, well, now I'm going to take it to my, my the owner. What? You, 
God damn it. Right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, yeah. you know, and that's why it's important to have that process for how you're going to go into a sales call. You know, well, is, and, and I, is it, un, you need to understand, hey, this is a one time, this is a, a one call close. Or is, you know, is there a multiple step process we have to go through? And I love it. Go ahead. We keep jumping over <laughs> each other today. Fuck. I'm always right, Kevin. It's always my turn to speak, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> his me. mouth but, will always be moving if that was the case <laughs> this is true so but yeah it's funny even standing in front of rooms man when i when i would say okay how many of you have an accounting process everybody would raise their hand how many of you have an operational process everybody raise their hand i'm like how many of you have a process to take the fucking trash out and everybody kind of laugh and joke and i'm like how many of you have a sales process fucking crickets Right. You have to have some sort of sales process from how do you find them? Right. How do you get them engaged? How do you get them to a meeting? What does that meeting look like? How does it run? What happens after they say yes? What happens after they say no? What's an onboarding process look like? You've got to have an entire system mapped out to know how to move forward. So I, I think the biggest thing to take away from this episode is don't just wing it. You know, figure out your rhythm, your process, your system, something that allows you to stay consistently going um, in the right direction on the sales call. So you don't get to a spot and you stall out going, oh, fuck, what's next? So as always, guys, if you got any value out of this episode, this show, uh, share this with a friend. Do us a favor and, and share it out because it means everything for us. Um, you know, follow us on the platforms. We appreciate it, but we love uh, hearing from you guys as well. So if there's any questions, tips, or tricks, you know, you guys have, send them to us. We always love getting those in. So as always, guys, thanks for listening to Growth Mode, and we'll catch you next time. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.